0: I don't know, second fade to black at a time.
1: Yeah.
0: We're this is our it. second fake out. There we go. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson.
1: I'm Norman Mitchell.
0: Joining us again today, we have Mary Clay Watt from That's What I'm Talking About. Hi.
2: Hello. Thank you for having me on this finest of minutes <laughs> of Return of the King. Right? So today Actually, no,
0: it's it's much better than the previous minute. Well, that's good. <laughs> Today we're talking about minute two twenty three, which starts with Frodo um mouthing Aragorn, uh, because he's super excited to see Aragorn as we all are, um, and it ends with the camera panning up to reveal a crowd, um, in the what would you call that the courtyard?
1: Yeah, that's the courtyard.
0: The courtyard, um, that we last saw Denethor Denethor
1: jump off of.
2: <laughs> so you, you. You pan up before we before we talk about the the hobbits. The camera pans up, and there's still that chunk of so on this like courtyard, this little area of land that like juts out and is like you could fall to your death. There are walls all around it, except for this one part at the very end that Denethor uh-huh. launched himself off of. <laughs> you would think that between that and now, they would have maybe like, you know built a, built that part up so that no one could do that again
0: but no. like
1: it's there on purpose so you can walk out and just look out over the Pelennor fields. You think
0: there's like a little like in memoriam. <laughs> <laughs> like so a little I memorial. Was, I joke Maybe. I made a joke
2: with my friend when I was watching this as it was painting up. I was like, "Okay, and um everyone on your left, you will see where our previous lord launch yourself to a fiery death you know like i don't know how many people here know like what went down with denethor if they would have like if that was something that maybe they kept quiet in the probably in the like chaos of the battle you know they just didn't tell people exactly what happened they're like yeah i don't know he just mysteriously died we don't know what happened Mm -hmm. there um Except for the so one like, person
1: whose house he landed in front of.
2: I know, right? <laughs> like, can you imagine you're just sweeping the floor and then boom. Oh,
0: hey, no. um, honey? <laughs> Is that the steward? <laughs> Is that I just imagine it's Billy Crystal. <laughs> oh
2: my god. The- also, like, in, in our current times of of coronavirus this crowd is making me anxious oh it's like stressing you out yeah <laughs> so many people that's so yes. many people you know
1: a few thousand at least
2: mm-hmm. yeah the also how did you know what no i'll wait i'll wait until we till we get to the next minute for okay, okay. <laughs> all right
1: all right so this so this minute we, we start with With Frodo saying, Aragorn, he's really happy to see Aragorn. Viggo gives us this big smile.
0: Yeah. Is that like the only time we see him genuinely smile this entire trilogy?
1: No, he he genuinely smiles in a few other places in regards to the hobbits generally.
0: Okay, because I feel like that is like rare.
1: The hobbits just make people happy.
0: Yeah, Okay, so again, so what
2: I was saying with previous minutes, how there's this interesting choice that either the director or Elijah Wood, whoever decided on, that he was going to say Gandalf's name and Gimli's name. He forgets Legolas's name. Um, <laughs> doesn't say Marion and Pippin. But he... So I didn't notice until you were... Until, Cassandra, you were, like, describing what happens in this minute. That mm-hmm. he does mouth Aragorn. Mm-hmm. So why would they, like... Were they, like... Did they get to the... <laughs> The dubbing part and they, they did the Gandalf and they did the Gimli and they're like you know what this doesn't sound as good as we thought it would let's just not do it anymore because he, he for Maybe? sure says Aragorn but here, oh, yeah. you can't hear it so like that's just interesting I don't know and then and then they all they all crowd around the bed and just stare at them <laughs>
1: Yeah,
2: they this is a little weird. Gimli them. wipes
1: a tear from his and eye. Then...
2: Yeah, I do love that moment. That's a really great moment that I do appreciate. Gimli wipes a little tear and is so happy that they're all together again.
1: Like, he's he holding his arms Mary behind his back. Earth. You can tell he also wants to like grab Frodo or like hug him he or something.
0: To... Yeah. But he's yeah, holding himself back. On the dog pile. Because <laughs> I imagine
1: that the dwarves are playful like that.
0: Maybe I guess. I
1: imagine they I are just know. based on Gimli's whole attitude.
0: To like his personality.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then, then Sam walks in. Yes. I actually really love this quiet moment.
0: I do too. Um, it just makes me sad. It doesn't make any sense that Sam would not also be here. Uh, He's in being the room tended to in a different
1: to- room, I guess. Yeah, yeah but
2: like, like, why would? He
0: why would you not separate them? Run in. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's because you have to have this intense look between two lovers. I mean, you right? <laughs> definitely stri- they're definitely straight friends. Yes, right? two 100%.
1: bros.
2: <laughs> exactly. That's why he's not in the room. They have to be 5 feet apart cuz they're not gay. <laughs>
1: I I think it's I think that's easy enough to write off as the people healing them and having them rest, have them in separate rooms. Yeah,
0: I know, but like especially yeah, and he if, is wearing the same outfit.
1: Yeah, he's got the same shirt. God, yeah, can you imagine Victorian
0: um, ghost child? We shirt? I I feel robbed because we don't see Faramir in this getup. Uh, <laughs> right? I know. So, you guys haven't cuz I haven't
2: recorded any of the episodes yet that have to do with Faramir in the movies. Uh-huh. I am heartbroken and disturbed and angered by every choice they made with Faramir in these movies. He, to me, he is like the equivalent of what they did with Jenny Weasley in the movies Mm, where they just ruined her because in the books jenny is really cool and it's the same with faramir faramir is real cool and then you know actually you know what we see a little glimpse of him later so i'll save more of that okay (laughs)
1: okay see when i when i first read the books and saw these movies for the first time i i would have agreed with you but over time my love for these movies and what they did with faramir definitely grew.
0: yeah i think um like doing this podcast gave me a new appreciation for it so like and i hadn't
1: thinking about it from a movie choice perspective right right
0: instead of like a a book perspective but i think that's common because like yes when i first saw these i had just finished reading the books because my dad was like you're not allowed to watch the movies until you read the books and i was like okay well i want to see pretty orlando Bloom, so i guess i'll read these um and like yeah no they uh it's uh it's very different i um i don't blame you
1: (laughs) (laughs) no not at all but so this 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 quiet moment between Sam and Frodo. So originally, I guess they had written uh, a scene with more dialogue here instead of this.
2: Mm. And then Continuing. they realized, hey, maybe we need to speed this up a bit. Yeah, <laughs> the
1: day everyone showed up to the set to film this scene that day with the scripts with the dialogue, and apparently Peter Jackson just took them all. And was just like, we're not doing that.
2: <laughs> it's so funny. Oh. I... It's just I I go back and forth with this a lot. I did with the books and I I do it with the movies too. Of like I can't decide because a lot of this feels very rushed to me, but at the same time it's like, oh my god, Tolkien, we still have a hundred more pages left and we've already destroyed the ring. This is a bit insane. Let's wrap it up. But the and then same with the movie where I'm like this feels very weird. How I was how we were talking and. Um, maybe it was the previous episode for how like it's a much calmer transition from like Frodo dying in the eagle's claws um, talons whatever they are talons that's the right word Um, (laughs) and then it's just immediately like hobbits jumping and it's happy and cheerful all of a sudden Mm -hmm. and in the books they're able to do that much slower transition but like And I would have appreciated that with the movies, but at the same time, like, here we are, what is it, our, you know, non, (laughs) let's see, theatrical edition, you are into hour three now, at this point.
0: Yes. And
2: an extended edition, I don't know where you are. We are
0: almost to hour four. (laughs) We are
1: 17 minutes shy (laughs) of the
2: four. I get it. I get it. You know, it's a hard, it's a hard line to toe. Mm
0: hmm.
1: Yeah, in a movie, I think that you've, you you post climax. There's even more pressure to wrap things up
0: quickly. Yes, yeah.
1: Than there is in a book.
0: I think you know. Yeah. I think it goes to that stupid fade to black. It goes back Cause, to this because you've primed your audience. Like, oh man, is the movie going to end? And then it's just like, no, nope. nah, just kidding. We have like thirty more minutes. <laughs> Psych. Yeah. You
2: know, that's a really good point. Yeah, if they hadn't done all these fade to blacks, then because like they. They could have just cut to, they didn't have to do the fade to black here either. They could have just cut to, they could have shown like maybe Sam walks into the room and sits down on the bed and they start talking and then Mm -hmm. they cut to the sweeping shot over Munas Tirith. You know, yeah i don't i think this fine. fade to black
1: is is the most superfluous it's
2: one.
0: very gratuitous yeah
1: this this fade to black is superfluous the one at the end of the coronation scene i think there's one at the end of the coronation scene uh
0: we i don't know we'll find out next week because generally <laughs> Probably, i feel like yeah.
1: the fade to blacks are supposed to be the end of a character in that scenes part of the story and we're moving on to another part of the story's ending so it's individual characters are falling off but that's not what happens here
0: right right
1: this just fades to black yeah Which is weird to me. Also, a fade to black to me signifies a longer passage of time than a cut.
2: Right. Well, granted, what happens with Aragorn's beard, it probably was a large passage of time, you know? That's true.
1: Because they probably spent weeks cleaning up the city, getting everything ready for the coronation. Right,
2: right. Yeah, well, you can scrubbing see the scorch marks off of <laughs> off the courtyard, <laughs> off of the ground where
0: Denethor landed. Right. You right. can you can still kind of see. I don't know if this is scaffolding or like the trebuchets from from like before, but like when we're panning up on like the it's like the third level yeah. from the
1: top. There's some crooked tower.
0: Yeah, so you can still kind of see that it's a little messed up. I but
1: it's not as messed up as it was. Yeah. There's no yeah. fires burning, right?
0: And there's no chunks taken out of it with the like the rocks hitting the wall and everything. So yeah.
1: they put mason. They they had some masons working on it. Yeah. The Minister of Te- Teamsters Union got right to work.
2: <laughs> we could guess that, as in the books, there was a large chunk of time that Frodo was asleep for. Right. So maybe it has been a long time, and they have you know, it was a really long time since the battle ended and then Frodo waking up and then another long time between Fade to Black, number two, and mm-hmm. Sweeping Shot over Minas Tirith. So I don't know. I don't know how quickly these people work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess originally too, this, this pan over the crowd at Minas Tirith, uh, Peter Jackson originally wanted uh flower petals being strewn everywhere here like falling down off the city
0: yeah which would have been really I really cool. love those flower petals that's very like anime ending
1: i mean there's flower <laughs> petals at the end of the coronation no, scene no i know but he kind of wanted it as like a to kind of represent confetti but in a way that feels more fantasy Yeah, yeah
0: yeah and it's just
1: yeah <laughs> i think that would have been fine all, they don't say why they didn't do it i wonder if it was just a time versus the effect shot thing that it
2: just wanted up it not would happening be too much like yeah. an
0: anime ending <laughs> with like the cherry blossoms
2: and- i think they should have given everyone in the audience all of the extras given them party poppers and then just <laughs> confetti everywhere. And, the- Perfect.
1: and the noisemakers
2: <laughs> yeah exactly Talk hey. it like it's new year's eve at times square Tolkien would have loved. they have
1: glasses it. that just have like the the, the 0001 Let's say Aragorn. it's the first year of the fourth age oh my god uh, the,
0: um it's a new it's a new age okay, so
1: i love this quiet moment in
2: Santa's
0: that was such a weird transition no, it's really nice <laughs> it,
1: it's, you scanned back so i just saw oh, it oh
0: i'm sorry
2: <laughs> yeah i had also literally just clicked back so i thought somehow you guys were seeing my screen and had oh weird
0: <laughs> same way
2: like <laughs>
1: I I love this moment with Sam and Frodo because I think it's really important for them to have Mm -hmm. kind of... For them to have a a, a quiet connection here. Yeah, yeah. Because this is Sam just looking at Frodo and being like, we're still alive. We made it. Somehow.
0: And I really like um, the way that all of that is just communicated um, through their Mm -hmm. facial expressions. Yeah. Like we talked about... We talked about Elijah Wood's, like, derpy face, but, like, I think he yes. does a really good job in this one. It's it's a little less derpy in this moment, yes. So, yeah,
2: yeah so when, first, when Sam first, like, pokes his head into the room, you can clearly tell that, like, he has this look of concern on his face. Because, like, he probably has zero idea what Frodo is going to look like or seem like. Because mm-hmm. he hasn't, you know, seen him since he was basically like, it's okay. well, will maybe make it out of here alive question mark question mark Mm -hmm. as they're like dying with mount doom exploding around them and then as soon as he sees frodo like laughing with his friends and smile and looks at him and smiles he's like that's when sam starts to smile and he's like okay he's alive he's safe and we're definitely both straight
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know sean astin's just Really good at at subtle emotion. I think. yeah. This is yeah. one of those things he just happens to be very very good at, and it's a shame he wasn't cast in better movies after this, rather than being cast um, in Fifty First Dates.
0: I mean, you just wanted fun.
2: <laughs> I remember he Sean Astin was the kid in Goonies, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I was I was flummoxed when I learned that. I was like. He's he's Mikey. What? Like my brain just didn't connect those dots at all, because for like those childhood adventure movies, I think my brain is just like, yeah. And then all those kids grew up to be traumatized adults, and (laughs) it's like so rare. I think that you have like a child actor who grew up to continue to do work in other notable films. Mm -hmm. and then here he is in the greatest fantasy ever written
0: yeah what's the football
1: movie Uh, rudy yeah yeah Yeah.
0: it's a football movie right yeah i actually haven't seen that
1: (laughs) i think i have once
0: (laughs) because he did that before this yes yeah um
1: we get this quiet moment with Sam and frodo amongst the chaos Mm
0: -hmm.
2: so yes the chaos. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so so I can't tell. I'm still very bad at telling the, the difference between Mary and Pippin in the movies.
0: Because,
2: oh. <laughs> at least from a distance to me, they look similar. So so Mary and Pippin, before Sam enters, I think it's Pippin who flings himself. Or maybe that's Mary. Again, it's Mary. Mary is oh, the one that flings himself. Mary. Yeah, Mary like, flings himself randomly and falls on the on the bed, and then Pippin makes this weird face like he is, uh, like, he, oh, 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 I think I know what they're, it looks like they're reenacting the Oliphants. I think that's it. Because Pippin looks like he's making an elephant noise with his <laughs> mouth. <laughs> and... Oh, wait, no, this makes sense, because if they're, you know, if they're talking about their adventures, this is the point when Mary's like, and then I came up and I stabbed the witch king, but then it, like, almost killed me, and I, and that's when he, like, flings himself onto the bed, and he's like, and then I, I lay in the fields dying, and then Pippin is like, yeah, and there were oliphants everywhere, and then he makes the elephant noise, it's just weird, again, with the weird... (laughs) So, like, that's fine out of context, but like, I mean, it's fine with that context. But out of context, you're like, "Why is this happening?" And then again, I just don't like how the four—I say adults. Technically, the Heartless Hobbits <laughs> are adults, but <laughs> the four other people are just standing around the bed watching them. Um, also, the way that Orlando Bloom is standing is just weird It's so awkward (laughs) it looks like he does not know what to do truthfully familial love i do
1: not know how this feels
2: because like aragorn and like he does not move his the only movement he does in this whole scene is he like tilts his head to the side a little bit Uh the rest of his body stays the exact same it's weird. And it's then, so like, funny. Gandalf does a hands on the hip thing. Like, oh, you rascally hobbits, you. And again, Frodo is coming back from a near death experience. I don't think we should be dogpiling on the pale, ghostly Victorian boy hobbit. You know, <laughs> let's. Let's. Give him some time to rest. And this was, I think this was when, between when, like, Aragorn walks in and Sam showing up is when I was Mm -hmm. like, it's still going. It's still (laughs) going. It's still going. Oh, my God. It's still going. It's still going. I'm playing this. It's still going. so You're like, okay. Okay. There we go. Like, there's such a long pause as if they're making you wonder if Sam died or not. And it just questionable choices all around from everyone (laughs) involved in this process once again. And I just would have I mean, I'm not a film director, clearly, but I would have done this in not this way at all. (laughs) Thank you for coming to my TED Talk.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The thing about this is I think all individually, everyone is observing Frodo in a way that feels in character. It just looks awkward for them to all be standing around what is basically a hospital bed. But I think people do this. Yeah. They just kind of crowd into a hospital room and are just like, oh, it's good to see you.
0: I just think it's really funny how all four of them that are standing have their hands in different positions. I wonder if that's intentional. Like they're a boy band or something. (laughs) That's why
2: I think Orlando Bloom is standing so awkwardly is because they didn't want... So Aragorn and, and Gandalf have their they both have their hands in front of them and then at one point Gandalf moves his arms to adjust his belt his rope belt like a dad <laughs> yeah. and then he puts <laughs> his hands on his hips and Gimli is wiping a tear, and then he puts his hands behind his his back okay. but I imagine that the directors were like hey Orlando don't put your hands in front of your. Don't cross your hands in front of your body because we already have Aragorn and Gandalf doing that. So just do something else with your hands. And the resulting, uh, the re- the result is that he did nothing and it looks <laughs> weird. <laughs> You're it's just like
0: this is what people the, do, right?
2: Like <laughs> it's not even like they're dangling casually at his side.
0: They're He's slightly like bent.
2: them. In a position at his side. Yeah, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Just elves being weird. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He clearly is like, I don't understand what's going on. I've been away from my people for far too long.
1: (laughs) Meanwhile, just Gandalf and Aragorn are just so happy to see the hobbits acting like hobbits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they make a big deal of that across the trilogy. Gandalf does, um, Theoden kind of does with Mary, that everyone is just so impressed that no matter what is going on, hobbits act like hobbits. No matter their physical state, the state of the world around them, they're just going to act like hobbits.
0: We didn't talk about, like, Mary and Pippin's, like, almost identical suspenders, but I kind of love it.
1: Right? (laughs) I mean, they are the Rosencrantz and turn of the story. Yeah,
2: yeah. They're, I think they're in the same outfits. Are they wearing, they yeah, pretty wearing much. different colored pants? But they, are, you know, honing in on this, you know, Frodo looking like a Victorian child ghost. Mm-hmm. Mary and Pippin look like children in a Charles Dickens novel now.
0: Yes, for real. Yeah.
1: One of the things I noticed is that when Mary flings himself across the bed, you see the bottoms of his hobbit feet and they are incredibly dirty. Ew.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I noticed that too. I was like, that's a good little attention to detail that they that they took.
1: They're like almost um, black. They are so yeah. filthy. Ew.
2: Yeah. Um also you. just watching Sam enter again. Cassandra, you said that they the is- you know nightgowns whatever they're wearing look like choir boy things and totally legitimately do. i was i did choir in church for several yeah. years of my and this is what it's um uh what do we it's call a them akata mm. i think is what we called them see. c-o-t-t-a maybe i'm remembering this wrong now things Lucky. are just coming up for cottage cheese. As I <laughs>
0: searching.
1: It's not, not what I want.
0: Because, yeah, I did choir in high school yeah. and then college, like we had to wear these things. <laughs> yeah. So that's what that's what the little so in choir
2: the thing that yeah you wear. You typically have like a colored robe that you wear. And then the white thing that you put over it is called a kata. Um, and that's what like a hundred percent they are wearing they clearly went to a local church and were like do you have any extra things you can give us
0: they're like yeah sure here you go it's al- it, or it's like it's almost like one of those like like baptismal like yeah. robes or whatever yeah Let's yeah just like put this so on down like, yeah we're gonna Baptize. dunk you in the bathtub <laughs>
1: I mean, they they handmade every costume on this movie, pretty much. So. That's, but
0: like, that's that's one hundred percent what it looks like. Yeah, like, like I man, know, it's so funny.
2: This I still can't get over how awkward Legolas is. God,
1: <laughs> that's just Legolas. The whole trilogy.
2: Oh man, he's really awkward. He, he's sli- like he sleeps with his eyes open. That's a thing that happens in the books. He sleeps. Gandalf with his does eyes that open. too. Yeah, he Gandalf, that was something that I thought was weird in the movie, because um, I don't know if it ever mentions it in the book. Yeah, all of a sudden, like, cut to Gandalf, and he has his eyes open, and he's asleep, and I was like, okay, if you're going to put that detail in for a character, do it for Legolas, because that's legitimately what happens, because yeah. Legolas and uh, Aragorn and Gimli, when they're looking for Merry and Pippin, make a comment of, like, Legolas, if he slept at all, because they couldn't tell, because his eyes were always open it's any, anyway okay like yeah, we never, Orlando we never Bloom. see legolas asleep in
1: we never we never is he asleep in the yeah because he's not asleep in the the room at the beginning of this movie he's just, the stars are veiled he's yeah, just, no, chilling, he's just outside. chilling
0: outside outside like four in the again morning. he
1: yeah.
2: does the elves do not sleep yeah that's my yeah. that's my an addition <laughs> to the elves using their magic to maintain their hair care That's what the elves do. They just just have
1: beds for the convenience of others. And when they need to use beds for not sleep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just to to lounge upon.
1: (laughs) And other things. Just
0: to
2: lounge upon and brood. Maybe some other things. (laughs) (laughs) Maintaining the confusing population of elves. Because, okay, maybe, I don't know if we've ever talked about elves and aging, um. My, my confusion with the elves, so, okay, 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 elves, they're immortal. So does that mean they never, because we cut in the movies, at least, in the very beginning of Fellowship with the, the battle with Isildur and, and Sauron, we see Elrond there. And then thousands of years later, when we're in Rivendell, he looks the exact same. So he has not aged at all. So my question is, when elves are born, are they just adults? <laughs> do they just ne-
1: no. <laughs> do okay. They just so, never
2: age? Or do elves gonna... age really slowly? Do they have children and then the babies just age until they reach about age 20 and then they just stop aging from then? If so, then why does Kel- then why do um why does Elrond look so much older than uh Legolas and what's her name, Arwen? You know, questions, questions Tolkien. That you never answered. Elrond
1: is 6,500 years old. Uh, Arwen is like two and a half thousand or something, yeah.
0: It's like 24, yeah, 22, maybe. I don't
1: know. She was born just after the beginning of the third age,
0: yeah, because the third age is what 3,000, so 3,019 no. years, yeah. It, thank you, yeah.
1: <laughs> the so, Arwen is Arwen was born. Right near like just a couple hundred years into the into the third age. Mm-hmm. Elrond was born at the beginning of the second age, I think, roughly. It says
0: near the end of the first age. Near the
1: end of the first age. Uh, and Galadriel was born um in the northern part of Valinor and crossed the ice to get to Middle Earth.
0: Yes. So she's That's like
1: great. old old. She's old, old, old. Um She's she is truly ancient. The oldest the oldest known person that isn't a Maiar in Middle Earth mm-hmm. is Galadriel, I believe. Mm-hmm um so she just knows everything that goes on around her because she is ancient and has a magic mirror
0: i feel like elves like the idea of like elves going through puberty is like hilarious to me <laughs> like it just happens
1: you just wake up one day
0: yeah exactly like no,
2: discomfort. no <laughs> yeah, awkward that's yeah that's another thing they use their magic for they just skip that phase
1: or they have a hundred year puberty, and no. it's the
2: worst. oh god. <laughs> oh, jeez, the... oh, no.
1: <laughs> but they're also, we know from Tolkien, that elves are ju- made for life. So once they've ha- once they chosen a partner, they will never choose another one.
0: Yeah. Even if that partner dies.
1: Yep. Elves never never mate more than once, it seems. And they seem to only have. That
2: seems very. That's very monogam. Mono, wait, what word am I trying to say? Monogamous. monogamous. Yes. Of of Tolkien, it's very. It's like hyper monogamous. Which is, yes. <laughs> which is on. Which is on brand for his. Um, compulsory heterosexuality, uh, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> the.
2: For 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 Sam, when he comes back, at least in the books, he comes back to the Shire and marries the first woman he sees. <laughs> just saying
0: <laughs> yeah um cause the you know the scene the scene where they're like talking about the shire and they're gonna die on the rock and then Sam was just like Rosie Cotton yes. so I like ranted about that <laughs> Yeah. I, I did a rant last week for, like, two days he's in a row. like, oh, perfect. I'll have to go listen to that then. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that I was also caught off guard with that because, at least for the movies, they do, like, a little bit of a better job of, like, introducing this idea that Sam has a crush on this girl. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. That is a far leap for him to take when they're yes, dying. When he's like, exactly. I'm going to ask her to marry me. <laughs>
0: what a leap. Oh, my God. <sighs>
1: Oh, he's going to die. So He's just like, what do do I want? What do I really want?
0: To die in the arms of the person that I have, like, the deepest emotional connection with. Right. Just.
1: uh, People just say some shit when they're going to die. Like,
0: I guess. Yeah.
1: Once they've accepted the sweet embrace of death.
0: But anyway. So, like, they
1: they accepted that they were going to die and now they both have woken up. In a place of healing back in Gondor. Uh-huh. And Sam has clearly been dealing with this for a couple of days at least. <laughs> but Frodo has now just woken up. So Sam has just been dealing with the idea of his mortality for a couple of days. <laughs> Yeah. This, is a, this is a heavy thing for a hobbit.
0: I don't know that- Pippin's he...
1: already been there. I feel like- Mary's already been there.
0: I feel like Sam has been contemplating mortality for like the past like three months.
1: Yeah, but now he's lived through the moment where he thought he was actually oh, going to die. See, I see, Which Mary had because he, he almost died on the field. True. So Sam and Mary have both gone through and this then... moment. And Pippin <laughs> gets a... knocked out at the battle in front of the Black Gate of the book. Yeah. <laughs> gets crushed by a troll.
2: The best thing is that when they're recounting like what happened when they're together in this scene in the in the books, and they're like recounting their tales of what happened, Gimli explains that he fa- he was the one who found Pippin because he sees his foot sticking out of like a pile of bodies and like mm-hmm. yoinks him out and it's like <laughs> Pippin, and that's how Pippin lived.
1: <laughs> just just Pippin's feet sticking out from under a troll like the like the witch yeah, the oh the, the wicked witch.
2: Thanks, Thanks, Gimli. What? That's why Gimli's crying because he's just so glad that these hobbits made. It's the it's the classic. I make fun of it so much, and I insert it all the time into my episodes. the The Paul Rudd, look at us. Who would have thought? Right, not me. <laughs> you know they are alive. It, it except it's, for Boromir. Oh, rip. But that's okay. <laughs> we, you know, it's so funny watching fellowship and like knowing what was coming how heavily they foreshadowed him dying like Uh it is like to the point where like like anytime someone is speaking be like some of you will not come back cut to Boromir (laughs) and but some of you need to have hope cut to Sam on the word hope and it like Repeats like that endlessly, and then Galadriel is just throwing shade at Boromir. Uh-huh. Oh my god, like,
1: Boromir even sheds blood in the first scene. He scene he talks to another character.
2: Oh my god, I didn't even put that together. Wait, does he?
1: Because he cuts himself on the blade of Narsil. Oh, he talks that's to Aragorn. only in the extended. Oh, that's in oh, ex- yeah. the extended. Is it or no? no, is that in no the he does
2: that, yeah? He does that because he... <laughs>
1: he just picks up this artifact.
2: It's <laughs> because Aragorn, it's this like weird intense standout <laughs> between Aragorn and Boromir because Aragorn is like sitting in Rivendell I think it's uh-huh. Aragorn and yeah. he might be reading a book or something and then Boromir walks in and it's like immediately they're immediately having a I don't can, can I say dick measuring context <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't I don't know how explicit or not explicit you guys get but like they well, Boromir starts off being weird. really
1: cordial and Aragorn ignores him <laughs>
2: pretty much boromir like picks up the blade and is like hmm and touches the sharpest point and is like surprised when it cuts him (laughs) what a bunch of nerds yeah (laughs) oh my god anyway so this minute has nothing to do with boromir no, dude, that's on brand for us. We will yeah, talk no, about boyfriends here all the Endless time. Tangents. Oh, jeez. It's uh, just so funny because I had such a viscerally negative reaction to Boromir when I was covering the books and everyone was like oh he gets better don't worry you'll like him and he never got better and then he died and that was it <laughs> and people were like oh just wait he- he'll like he'll be redeemed and I'm like how he's dead <laughs> Like you can't do anything about that and then well, I was he like, sacrifices himself
1: to save Mary and Pippin
2: just wait till you. I don't think that undoes all of the <laughs> nonsense that he that he did, and and people are like, just wait for Denethor, and then Denethor shows up, and I'm like, having an overbearing father does not excuse your actions for anything <laughs> at all, because like if if anything, it should be Faramir who's messed up, and Faramir proves himself to be a class act guy.
1: And man he was quality. the one
2: who, who didn't have any kind of love from his father, mm-hmm. and and he turned out pretty great. At least in the books. In the <laughs> movies, they destroyed him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, What's man. funny
2: is that we'll we'll get more Faramir rants in two minutes. Oh, I'm so
0: excited! <laughs> All right. But I think that's I think that's Wednesday's episode. So we're from the website duelinggenre.com i don't even know if i'm supposed to be doing the outro right now i just am yeah you are Uh, (laughs) you're good (laughs) check out some of the other dueling genre movies by minutes podcasts of which there are like 10 or 11 um yeah i think i don't know like cornetto Minutes ascended there's all of Spider-Man and, and Back to Feature and and all of them. You you guys know this already. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> listen listen to, to to Scott be on you know twelve hundred minutes of movies. Right. You know
0: the drill. So <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow to talk about the beginning of Aragorn's coronation, aka the worst Aragorn scene. Yep. Um <laughs> Thank you all for listening and have a good Wednesday. Bye. Bye.